Hello and welcome back to the Fit and Fierce podcast. I debated saying like episode two, but then I was like, if I do hundreds of episodes, it's just going to become such a mouthful. So I'm just going to say welcome back. So welcome. This is my second episode. I am saying that because it is, I've only just started. (laughs) But today's episode is going to be all about my fitness journey, what led me to where I am now, what my goals are now, what they are moving forward and how I kind of got there with maybe just some other chat in between as well. So I will get to it. I'm going to start from now and then probably work my way backwards. So my goal at the minute is I'm currently in a growing phase, which means that I am intentionally eating more to try and put on more muscle. There will be some body fat that comes along with that, Um, but the aim of the game is to build as much muscle as possible and then next year I think in like February or March I will go and get shredded and the words I've used to my coach were literally I want to become a mini tank so as far back as I can remember I say that like since I moved home from Egypt so I moved home from Egypt I want to say 2017 or 2018 I cannot quite remember I think it was 2017 I moved home from Egypt and that was when I started to really start training. I got into the gym properly and I decided that I wanted a full muscular physique. Um, I was very, very skinny when I moved home from Egypt. I had a lot of trouble with my relationship with food when I was in Egypt. Um, And yeah, so uh, when I got home from Egypt, I decided that I wanted to start training get into the gym. And then this is like when my PT qualification came about as well. Now, last year, I got myself like a bodybuilding style coach, which is a coach I'm still with today. And we decided that I was going to do a photo shoot. So I signed up with her in the August. I had a photo shoot in the October, end of October. So I had 12 weeks to get ready for this photo shoot. So I dieted down. um, And honestly, like my main aim, it wasn't about becoming like the smallest version of myself. It was about getting lean in the healthiest way possible so I had a very unhealthy relationship with food for the whole time pretty much when I was in Egypt um, and probably before that as well so I wanted to do this in like a better way and also because I have a lot of clients that come to me or I have a lot of people that come to me and one of their main goals is to be able to lose body fat um, and get stronger as well so I was like this is the perfect opportunity for me to walk the walk and then I will know exactly what my clients go through. I want to know like the struggles they face. And at that time, I was working full time as an electrician. I was working on the side as a personal trainer. And I was studying for my final electrician exams, which was, by the way, a fucking horrible. It was the most stressful three days. It was three days long and it was so, so stressful. And um, funny story with that. So I had them in October, my first lot and it was about an hour and a half from my home so I had driven down there I'd stayed and I had started to become like my belly has always been ill I was told for years I had IBS and I also get nervous poos so I think the doors open at half past eight in the morning so I was sat outside ten past eight because you know early bird catches the worm and all that I was dead nervous so nervous so full of anxiety I couldn't sleep so I was like right I'll just get in my car and go and I'll sit in my car and like try to revise as best I can oh and then I thought I was gonna shit my pants 
I needed the toilet. The doors didn't open till half eight. It was 20 past eight. I literally was sat there in my car, scrolling. I think I was on the phone to my friend at the time. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm literally sweating, trying to not shit my pants. Anyway, they opened it at 25 past eight. So I only had to like, you know, hold out for five minutes and I made it to the toilet. So all's well that ends well. Then we found out I do not have IBS. I have something called ulcerative colitis. And this is basically a disease of my bowel and my colon. And it's never going to go away. It is there for life. Now, mine is proctitis of ulcerative colitis, I believe, which is only 10 to 15 centimetres of my colon is affected at this moment in time. And there is, I think the statistics say 80% of people don't progress but 20% of people do. So basically, if I'm in that 20%, which I really hope I'm not, I'm trying to stay positive here, then it will essentially affect the rest of my colon and my large bowel as well. And it's a horrible disease. Um, it's basically like inflammation and ulcers of my colon and bowel. There's no cure for it. There's medication to try and help. But some of the symptoms, I was very lucky with my symptoms in the fact that, well, I was and I wasn't. So I was because I didn't have severe stomach pain. Um, I wasn't because I was going to the toilet multiple times a day. I was extremely, extremely fatigued, like exhausted beyond words. Like some days it was such a struggle for me to get out of bed. And I had brain fog, such severe brain fog. And this took a toll on my whole life. Like it took a toll on my work life. It took a toll on my private life. It took a toll with my training, all of that. But we're now on medication and we're coming back better than ever, which is good. Um, but yeah, so before I got diagnosed with this, I was ill for about five months, I think. Hold up, let me just calculate. So February, March, April, May, June. Okay, so like four and a half months, I was really, really ill for. And I honestly just thought I was lazy. I can remember saying to my coach, like, I'm so tired. I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was like, she's going to think I'm lazy. Anyway, I ended up talking to her about like my symptoms and that before I found out what it was. Um, and... The goal before this was I was going to go have a gain in phase then and then go into a cut ready for another photo shoot that I've just done. Obviously, that didn't really work and I kind of like fluctuated around where I am now. Um, but yeah, but it's all a learning curve and it pushed me massively out of my comfort zone because I wasn't comfortable the way that I was looking in that photo shoot. I think because like not because I'm not comfortable in how I look, but more so because I wanted to look a certain way for that photo shoot and life got in the way life had other plans. Um, but yeah, but before this, I was living in Egypt for seven years and I had probably the most active physical job ever. Um, but it was during this job that I actually went to the gym for the first time ever. But I was one of those people who thought, to get abs, I had to train abs, nothing else. And that is exactly what I did. And I trained with one of my friends over there and he was telling me that it's not gonna work like that. And I was like, my God, it so is. <laughs> and guess what guys, he was right. It didn't work like that. And I started running over there as well. Now for everybody who knows me or has listened to my other podcast with Ali, I hate running. I'm not a runner. I think one of my, one of my mum's friends said to me one time, like you're literally like built to run because I'm tall, I'm lean. I have long limbs and I was like oh god have you actually seen me run like I'm not a runner but I don't enjoy it either and if you enjoy it that's fine like go for it I really really wish that I did enjoy it sometimes um but I'm not going to make myself do something that I don't enjoy doing so I don't do it um but yeah but I started running over there because like I had a very bad relationship with food so I was 
a bigger teenager. And then when I moved to Egypt, um, I got really ill. Um, I'd started losing weight anyway because of the physicality of the job. I'd gotten really ill and I just kind of stopped eating so much. Um, I was really eating the bare minimum and I lost a lot of weight very quickly. Uh, I did have a problem with it, but I came out of the other side. It was more like an environmental problem. So I had a problem when I was living over there. But when I came home to England, I was fine. But I also didn't have a clue about food as well, which I think was a saving grace for me because I had no clue about calories. I had no clue about like the energy density of food or anything like this. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like my time in Sham in Egypt. And then when I came home, I had put on quite a bit of weight fairly quickly and I didn't know how to do it. That's when I started my PT qualification. Um, I think a couple of years after I moved home and I started doing that as well and like learning about it. So I could essentially help myself. And then also I found out how much I love helping others. So it's like helping me to help you guys. Um, and then when I came back to the UK, I started going to the gym with a couple of friends, but again, we had no clue about programming. It was kind of like flitting in. I think we'd go in, we'd go do some cardio. I also hate cardio in the gym. And if you like it, that's absolutely fine. It's just not for me. Um, like if you give me a netball game, I can play for two hours solidly. It doesn't phase me. I can run around on a pitch playing netball for two hours and I would not be phased anything else well not anything else because I swim as well but like in the gym I cannot do cardio in the gym it, it I just can't um and then like running as well I can't do um just for enjoyment really but yeah so I feel like this is a very jumbled up story of my fitness journey so I hope you're staying with me here um but yeah but I really wish as well I had a smartwatch in Egypt I'm gonna keep saying this I feel like I might have said this on the last podcast but I'd love to have seen how many steps I did. So basically, we'd get up in the morning, we'd be around the pool all day playing games with like all the guests, um, in and out of the water. We would literally be nonstop. And then we'd do like dance practice over lunchtime. And then we'd be back around the pool in the afternoon. And then in the second break, we'd do dance practice or we'd like chill out or do whatever. Um, and then of the evening, we were just like walking around the hotel, speaking to people. And then we'd put on a show at night. So if it was dance, we'd be dancing again. So it was literally nonstop. So it's very easy to see like how once I'd lost the weight, it's very easy to keep it off. I had to get smaller. Um, there were quite a few people who noticed the change in me because we had a lot of repeat guests as well. But at that time, I I literally was just like, yeah, no, that's great. That's great. I loved it. Like, I won't lie. I look back at photos now and I just think, how did I get that skinny? Like, I don't look healthy. I don't look good. Um, so I'm so glad that when I moved home, I was then striving for like a more muscular physique. I like being strong now. Um, I like being able to eat more. I love the feeling that lifting weights gives me. Like there's nothing like it. There's nothing that beats it. It's built me the body that I have today. It's helped me in my job as an electrician. Um, obviously it helps me help you guys as well. And I cannot, cannot rate it enough. But yeah, so before this, we'll go back to childhood now. It's like a day in the life or like a... A lifetime in the life of me <laughs> but yeah um but then I'm just trying to think what else happened when uh, in that period of time I think that's pretty much it you know but oh I'll tell you something so when I was in Egypt so it's dead weird so I was so active all the time but like whenever I came home and I would go food shopping with my mum to stock up on my favorite foods for my little holiday at home foods that we didn't get over there we go to the supermarket and I'd be in the car and I'd be like, park as close as you can, park even closer to the supermarket. 
And if there wasn't a space, I'm like, why have you parked so far away? And it really wouldn't be that far away. That's how lazy I was outside as well. So as you can see, it was like a very, very weird um, period. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was obviously, it was a very weird period in my life because I didn't, I wasn't like a typical person with a problem with food and a problem with body image. I feel like it was a, a bit of a different journey. Like, everyone's journey is their own. But yeah, there was that. And then one time in Egypt, um, I think, oh, I can't remember what happened. I think it was like tourism had started to go down. There was something that had happened. Tourism had started to go down. And I had gone to Cairo with my ex at the time. And I'd stayed with his family. And um, I don't know why I said at the time because he is still my ex. But I went to Cairo with my ex. And we sit in Cairo with his family, which I absolutely loved. Like, I loved, loved, loved his family. Like, they are just amazing. But I didn't do anything for, like, two months. Like, nothing. And then we went back to Sham. Like, I remember playing a game of table tennis, right? And then the next day, I woke up with the most severe doms in my legs. Like, my quads were on fire. And I have never, ever had that. ever. And that's when I was like, fuck, Kai, you need to do something about this. It was bad. I've never had them that bad since, thank God. Um, but yeah, but before this, like, I was super active at school. I played all the sports going. Like, even to this day, I still play netball now. I still swim now, on and off. But I still do it. Um, and I was a bigger child. So I think, like, my brain kind of switched about the way I saw myself. Like, I'm a very tall person. I'm five foot eleven, And when I was growing up, I think I was, like, I was a really active kid like I never stopped so like I wasn't ever fat but in my teens I did start to put on weight but I can remember being in year five and they brought scales out to weigh everybody in the class and I just feel like that would not be allowed now and that's what fucked me up I think to at the start of my journey so basically my best friend at the time was super super petite she was a tiny little thing and I was double the size of her like literally in height and in like body as well um and I'm not saying that to be a dick, like, that was just fact. So they weighed us, and I was literally, like, over double the weight of her as well. And that's when I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, I need to do something about this. Um, and that was year five. Like, how old are we in year five? Ten? Nine? Eight? No, hold up. Nine? Ten? I want to say, like, nine or ten. Um, but that kind of kick-started my problem with my own body image and the way that I perceived myself and the way that I saw myself. So now when I look at myself, I go, I don't go by that net, that number on the scale. Like that number on the scale does not phase me at all. Like I have no problem telling people what I weigh. I have no problem being the way that I am. Like it doesn't bother me in the slightest, which I am super, super grateful for because for so long it did bother me. Um, but I've got to a place now where I'm so okay with that. Um, yeah, it doesn't define me. I know my body weight is going to fluctuate. I kind of know my body now and I know like, like for example, when I was getting diagnosed with colitis, I had a colonoscopy. And um, so before your colonoscopy, you have to take this horrible laxative drink. It's oh, vile. So I had to take two of them, one the day before and then one the morning of. So it literally clears you out. So my whole body was just empty. And um, I weighed the day after my colonoscopy and because of the inflammation inside me, and because that had like irritated everything and I was like well on my way to a flare up, which I didn't know at the time. And oh my God, I just wish somebody had warned me. Um, my body gained two kilograms overnight. And that was not body fat. Like if you looked at my body shape, there wasn't really much change. I may have looked a little more swollen, but nothing else had changed. 
so it did come down it took about i think three weeks for it to come down like i had my flare up 10 days later and then um getting into the healing process of it so if i was somebody who was like really bothered by that i'd, I'd like i knew why it was there and i knew why it was happening obviously i didn't like it but it didn't phase me um i didn't like it because i felt like shit but yeah, but that number on the scales didn't phase me. So what I'll do now is like, I will look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, do you know what? You look pretty good. Like, and yes, there are days where I feel more fluffy. There are days when I don't quite like myself as much as I could. And I feel like that's so normal in this journey. But on the whole, I love what my body can do. I love how strong I am now. I love how far I have come from those years ago when I was in this vicious cycle um unable to see a way out so yeah i'm super happy about that and i just i wanted to touch on all of this because i've had a fair few comments over the years about how i don't need to do certain stuff or i didn't need to worry about certain stuff like working out or exercise because i'm slim and nobody really knows what happens or like what's happened in your life for you to get to that point like nobody really knows anything about it and like to start off with I was just like it didn't phase me then like comments like that started annoying me because I was like you have no clue like and now I just turn around to people and I say like I work hard for my body I don't just sit here and it comes to me no I put in the effort and I work for it and I think that's like the biggest thing it's like I think with anything you compare this to anything when you work hard for something it makes you appreciate it even more so it's like when let me think so like say there's a pair of trainers that you want and these trainers are like 200 pounds and you're saving your ass off so you can buy these trainers when you get them you're not just going to fuck them up because you've got them you're going to look after them like you're going to clean them you're going to keep them nice if you're like me you wear them on special occasions <laughs> but you're not going to mess them up because of that and that's the way i see my body like i have put in the effort with my body i have like invested in myself in a coach i eat good food um, I make sure I'm hydrated. I make sure that I'm looking after myself as best I can. Obviously, my body didn't repay me very well, giving me to colitis. But, you know, we're on a nice little understanding now. <laughs> um, but, yeah. And I think that's, like, one of the biggest things to take away from this is don't ever compare what somebody else is doing in the gym or somebody else is doing with their life to yours. And don't ever say, like, to somebody, like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. Because you have no clue what's gone on um but yeah i think that's like my my story kind of um i have probably forgotten some stuff again but i have no clue but from here on out there will probably still be some stories about me in there just because i find a lot of stuff really really funny um and i just tell people about it but also, we will be going over some questions. We'll be going into the world of fitness. So if there is any questions or anything that you want to know, please let me know. You can leave, I think, um, a comment on these... Um, I was going to say webinars then. You can leave a comment on these podcasts. So if you leave a comment or you can find me on Instagram at the Female Tradies Coach, drop me a message on there, ask me questions on there. I'll be more than happy to answer them on here. I do have a few questions already in the lineup, so I will have some stuff to talk about for the next couple of weeks, which is good. But yeah, anything you want to know, anything that I don't cover or you want me to cover, please shoot me a message and ask away. And just remember, there's no such thing as a stupid question. So on that note, 
I will leave you to it. Have a great day and I will speak to you soon.